0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek with Tee podcast. That's right, it is Thursday. It is January 18th. Holy cow. The next thing we know, it'll be Comic Con. That's how quick this friggin' year's already moving. We've got a special guest tonight, Miss Tiny Hello. Amazon Miranda Viventi. Vivent- Thank you for Viventi, me. is that how you Viventi. pronounce it? Yep.
1: Viventi. Viventi.
0: Well, thanks for joining us today, Miranda.
1: Thank you. Thank
2: you for having
0: me. Hey, you are very welcome. Michael my Padre. My, my 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 brother man, my my co-hosts, my
3: <laughs> are you you know, other
0: crazy beats right now? Is that what's happening? I don't know, bud. Like you know, I I've run out there? of voice to introduce you, buddy. Like uh, I don't know what to do anymore. Uh, good. Messiah Complex Cosplay, how you doing, dude?
3: i am delightful uh it's great look and already getting some shit already talking shit let's get this show on the road hello mcfly yeah guys we get it we were one minute late let's all just settle down relax we understand this is the highlight of your week and today is not going to be any different it is not just two boring old middle-aged dudes talking about whatever bullshit star trek thing they like no 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 Today we have the lovely and talented Miranda on, and we are going to talk about all things Miranda today related. Miranda,
0: today. Miranda, are you into uh, Trek?
1: I'm definitely into Trek and into Star Wars and uh, everything. Maybe. All the good stuff. All, all the, the good, good stuff. stuff. All the good, good stuff. stuff. The good good stuff. Eating, you
0: know, I heard a rumor
3: Laura. that <laughs> fuck. Here we fuck. Here we fucking go, guys. Tiny, keep them in line. I can anybody. I don't know, man. Like it's not. I don't know that it's possible at this point. I don't what? know. Got a bunch of
0: people joining us already. Megan's in the Keeping chat. Us in line. Christina's in the chat. It's an onion is in the chat. It's, Mr. it's Bob.
3: Here we chat. go. Listen, it's Listen. fine today. I'll Here
0: even... we go. Yes. That, that, you know, I, I re watched that again just, I don't know, like last God, week or the yes. week before. And I it cried laughing again. It was so funny, but
3: you know. Justice for Inigo. I, I agree, Andrew. Thanks for having me back on that. That's great. Uh, if you didn't go. tune in last week, guys, we did our top 10 uh, geek and nerd movie quotes of all time, and uh, there was some controversy. Like, there always is with all of our top 10 lists. Was it as controversial as the top 10 villains of all time? Hell no, but there was definitely some controversy in that list. Mm. I, did, I think we made a few people angry, just not, not as angry as we did with our top 10 villains, because, mm. oh, man, do we make a lot of people
0: angry. I mean, Rob didn't come running, banging on my door, so... Yeah.
3: The internet was not happy with us, you know. Yeah, when
0: but
1: she shares their opinion,
3: right? If someone's not angry. Uh, did I you mean. even do it right? <laughs> like, did you even share it at that point? Uh, wicked witch, bro. Wicked, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, you know,
0: that's that's what got him going.
3: Ali, saying, Love the red on you, Miranda.
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I just did <Natasha>, it.
3: <laughs> sorry for missing that one. You should be. You should be. That's okay. We'll we'll forget. Uh, fun fact: I have Miranda's art on my body. Ooh. Really? I have a fun fact too: I have some Miranda's art here with me. So it's, oh, it's, like it's, on your
1: person? It's not. Yeah, on yeah. My so body. I'm like, you don't have a tattoo of my work.
3: <laughs> I have some Miranda's art with me here too, which I'm going to show off here in a moment. But,
0: but... Tanya has a tattoo of your artwork.
1: She does actually. She mm-hmm. does, and she designed it as well. She helped with designing it too. So
2: when it oh, comes cool. down to
1: I. With the help of the lovely tattooist amber rosie queen cosplays um oh, well there you go yeah we're talking uh, about she, rosie earlier yeah she finished the piece she made it come to life um and teneth helped design it actually with me so it was a lot of fun i love designing stuff for people especially if they have input on what they want and they're particular because i love being particular <laughs>
3: How does one get some of Tiny's art? You're going to find out t- this week. I'm quite sure. Mm. That's why we have her on the podcast. Yeah, we're going gonna to
0: talk about this uh, a little bit later. Uh, but this is a fantastic segue because you you obviously you're an artist. You have some crazy art. I feel like you met a lot of the people anyway in this chat tonight, though, through cosplay.
1: Yeah, definitely. I can definitely say socially my con experience expanded through cosplay. Um, Artist Alley was getting to know the people on the other side of the tables and just that world and then cosplay got me to meet every person, everybody really like after you go to cons for so many years, even when you're walking down the street, you'll be like, do I know you? Do we go <laughs> to the same convention every year? Like we may not be friends, but I see your face every year so you have to go to the same conventions as me. <laughs> so
3: Yeah, I get shit all the definitely. time. I'll have friends come to London and then we'll go out to like a restaurant or we'll go to like Lensmill shopping or whatever. And then like every single time, at least two or three people will be like, you're that guy that did that Negan guy for a while. Didn't? I'm like, yeah, and they're like, Who? like, what the fuck is this? like, what? But you're right. It's like the ultimate social network, right? Because we're all like minded individuals playing dress up every weekend for fucking years on end. So, of course, we're all going to like run into each other, right?
1: It's true. And even if you don't cosplay, you're just like a merch collector or you collect comics. You're at a weekend gathering full of like-minded people.
3: Yeah. You're in like, the Like
1: everyone there is for the same thing. It's actually why I love conventions. Every so person in that your, building.
3: What was your into the community? Because I feel like it was art first and then cosplay and then sort of back Definitely. with the focus to art. Is that a...
1: Totally. That
3: a, yeah. Yeah, so totally. what what was some of the early stuff that you would have worked on that, that then got you to be like, Hey, this is pretty good. Like people are interested in my stuff. How do I get involved in a con to go and show my stuff off?
1: Like actually selling, like when it came to my, I could sell my work. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't me. I actually, um, I have a brain that tells me I'm not good at anything so um, I would never actually put myself out there but it was my family and my friends that were really supportive and my family were just like your stuff is good like you should be here you should be showing your stuff you should be getting feedback like it wasn't necessarily you could be selling your work it was people could be seeing your work and you could be getting feedback and that's invaluable as an artist so I it was I was 18, my first table I ever got in artist alley. And it was the greatest experience, like opening up that kind of experience, that world, that feedback of from people who are professional industry professional professionals and then people who just love art or love comics or love geekdom or love art in was, general.
3: What was the event for that first artist alley experience that you fan had? Expo.
1: That was was fan oh, Expo. Wow. It was Fan you Expo. Jesus web
3: girl, you did not <laughs> fuck around, did you? <laughs> Because I, rem- I think I remember. I think when I met you in London, I think your mom was like working your booth with you. Yeah, she always. was absolutely your biggest cheerleader. So was she absolutely. with you at that initial Fan Expo experience?
1: Oh yeah, my mom and, so and my brother. What was, was
3: what was that like? That because Fan Expo was like, but, like Ex- it's bonkers. It's bananas. Oh. Like Fan Expo was. Uh, so the first year that I was there, um, I feel like maybe
1: this is my memory romanticizing everything. The aisles were bigger and the spaces were larger to get around and everyone had a very spacious yet yet still a tight net feeling in the building. So I would be at my table, but I would still be walking and talking with my neighbors and getting to know those artists. And it was very social and very open, like truly a positive experience. And I was right by the doors as well. So when um, the, um, when the doors would open up, the crowd would walk in and I'd be right there. So even that experience was, you'd think that's crazy. But at the same time, I was like, this is awesome. Everyone's walking through so happy and so excited to be at this convention. And they might just stop by my table and also smile when they look at my work. And they might even take it home. Or they might say something cool about it. and that was the best kind of introduction to selling my work because it was in such a positive and welcoming environment that surely only cons can provide. I feel from my experience Feel
3: in that, especially in that first con, did you get some of that feedback that you were hoping to get as
1: Absolutely. far as your,
3: your work goes? And then were you able to actually sell some pieces? Like yeah. it seems like it went very well for you.
1: Yeah, it did. And my did... first year went so well and I, Came back almost recurrently like every year like yearly i came back to the same sometimes i would get the same booth until they would eventually change the layout from just the south building to the north building and then back and forth so well, sometimes i better couldn't better. reserve my my table yeah. but i would even reserve the exact same table so that people could find me every year
3: they knew and you were there yeah
1: yeah, yeah. um that's, i need the year i the first year i missed this spot someone messaged me and they're like. Where I didn't you? find you at your spot. <laughs> are you at your spot? 16. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scott
3: said, I actually bought a Spider-Man bookmark from Miranda's table in 2016. Still have it, by the way.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: So awesome. 2016, would that have been that first year?
1: No, my first year was 2009.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that well, so was, was like 18. back then. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what that was like back then.
3: 18 years old. You're at the biggest awesome. show in the country with your first booth ever, encouraged by your family and friends to do it. Yeah. And then Mom, after that, you just kept on coming back, show after show after show.
1: Basically, until uh, there was a couple years I missed. And then when COVID hit, um, I really took a step back from doing tables. But for a really long period of time, I was at the same spot in Artist Alley every year until the map changed. And then I was at that same spot Mm. every year and then the map changed. And, but it was, yeah, it's definitely the place that I I kept going back for a reason Mm -hmm. and it was, and that's because it was positive every single time. So now
3: did you do Toronto uh, comic-con as well or just like in March or did you, you did and Toronto comic-con? Yeah.
1: yeah. I did do Toronto comic-con. I did that three or four times and then i did the christmas show once if mm-hmm. not twice um well, and it only happened twice. twice yeah okay so yeah, it was those two was, those two yeah, years yeah, then it was definitely
3: yeah not, yeah it wasn't it wasn't as recurring as they were kind of hoping it to be and then of course like not i said i met happened. you at london comic-con so clearly after yeah. that you started to branch out from yeah. outside toronto So what other shows do you remember distinctly were like that, like outside of Toronto, like that was a great show or this was a positive experience. Like, do you remember specific shows that really London for sure? London for
1: sure. I would say is up top my list for positive experiences. Um, the year I went the, the stage for the guests was kind of in the middle of the convention floor Mm -hmm. and it felt really just welcoming and casual. There was couches for them to sit and mm-hmm. chill. The vendors could see from where they're tabling. Some of our Sally could see where from their viewpoint. Um, and you got to be like really up close and tight knit with the sloughs um, the that were there, yeah. um, but not be boxed into a room kind of tight knit feeling. Um, yeah. So I really loved that experience um, because it was so flow and casual. And that's when I met William Shatner, actually. So. That was a really positive experience for me.
3: So that was when it was still at the Western Fair.
1: I guess so. Yeah, yeah.
3: in London. they yeah. have since changed the venue for that show. But yeah, I remember wow. when they brought Shatner in. It was only like the second or third year London Comic Con was even a thing. Maybe only the second oh, wow. year. And yeah, so. the, the whole city went fucking bananas for Bill Shatner being at London Comic Con. We were like, what? It's, Our
1: little He was awesome.
3: Yeah. It was so,
1: surely like when people, yeah, one of my favorite experiences meeting someone was with him Shatner, for sure. He what was, made it so
3: special? Like what was so cool about getting to, to interact uh, with them?
1: Um, uh, other people might have a memory of this. It was um, during a Q and A and I was really close to the stage and I walked up with the mic and I asked him, you know, I'm an, I told him I'm an artist and you're an artist in many different forms. What advice would you give to an artist after all your experiences that you've had in so many different forms of art? What experience would you give an artist pursuing their art?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he told me to remember that when I was a child, I had a voice in me that knew who I was. And that voice never goes away, no matter how old we get. And that as long as I listen to that voice that knows who I am and knows what I love and what I love to pursue and love to do, then I'm gonna be fine. So if that yeah. voice in me says I'm an artist and I'm a painter, or I'm an illustrator, then that's what you should be doing because that's the voice that's guiding you. Um and that was like I was nothing could ever top that moment.
3: I was like oh, <laughs> like so, yeah that's <laughs> the pinnacle to... of my celeb interactions right there. Like yeah. how are you going to get any life advice from Bill Shatner? It's does he talk like Kirk in real life? He does not. No. No. He absolutely no. does not. There's there isn't he any of Use the Kurt. dramatic pauses.
2: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have any of that. No.
1: Yeah, no.
3: just a super nice wow. dude. I do remember being at that show like and, I, and I, I'm taller than the average. I'm not like a hugely tall guy, but I'm a little bit taller than the average bear. So I'm like, yeah. I got my phone up like this, taking picture of, of Bill Shatner from like afar. And this like hundred year old security guard comes over. He's like, Mr. Shatner doesn't want any pictures. I'm like, stop me, <laughs> old man. Like, I'm just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I have a bunch of pictures like this of, of me taking pictures of Bill Shatner. Most you of should go through
1: those like, and see if I'm in the crowd at all. You he might, you like, might very well moment. be.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you might very well be. Uh, so 2009 Eric says on his started, flip phone, on his flip phone, hey, 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 <laughs> listen, asshole. Anyways, um, so 2009, you start vending, you're going through these cons, you're getting to experience the con from that side of the table. So, what happened to make you want to experience the con from the other side of the table in a costume? How does um... that begin? How do you transition? <laughs>
0: Because you weren't doing it when you started. You see, often, right, is the vendors becoming cosplayers. You see a lot of the opposite, but yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: truthfully, honestly, um, Mm. artistic burnout. Um, Mm. I got to a point drawing and illustrating and painting where I wasn't pleased with anything that I was creating. And I wanted to still be artistic and still be an artist and still create stuff, but in a different form that maybe I could be more relaxed in. It was new to me. I didn't have so much pressure on myself because I don't have standards for my cosplay. I'm a beginner. Um, So I was just like, I can experience, I can experiment in this field and still create and still paint and still design. Um, But I don't have to have that worry of, oh no, this painting is looming over me and I think it looks so bad. I'm going to destroy it or then I delete it so it was a very freeing jump to still do my art and still express what I like to do and so when I paint and when I draw I like to paint and draw what I like and that's how I approached cosplay of I'm just going to cosplay who I want and who I like regardless of it matches me or not so, so I had
3: what was a, the first one then
1: comedian from Watchmen was my very first cosplay it's my my number one the the only cosplay that when i say i'll never cosplay again i don't include the comedian in that because i always want to cosplay the comedian
3: (laughs) uh yeah me too so i mentioned (laughs) to the pre-show guys that miranda and i share a cosplay And you guys are probably thinking, how is that even possible? And by the way, I also said we both slay it because we both do. I think she slays a little harder than I do. But yes, we both (laughs) cosplay the comedian. So uh, I don't know. Have we ever been to a con where we were both a comedian at the same time, though? Once. No. Once. No. You were in Negan's. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think we had comedian no, at the same time. We had so. we
1: had JDM'd on the same day. Same we had day.
3: JDM'd on the same day. Actually, yeah. I think <laughs> that might have been at London Comic Con, if I'm not mistaken. I
1: think so too. Actually, yeah. So if you're
3: telling me this isn't retired, even though that you're retired, if you're telling me that it isn't retired, then then I think no, we have to like fix this cosplay
1: in existence, that cosplay yes. itself is gone. Yes. It's oh. doesn't. It's not even my cost. It's not even my closet anymore. Only the pin still. Mm. remains of course like
3: well if you're never com- if you're never going to retire that we'll have to dual comedian well, subway but it's already i gone. definitely
1: it. it's already gone because i want to do it again and i want to no, do I it even know. better and that i want to actually have it sewn and yeah that one was held together by um safety ties those plastic safety ties in certain areas so
2: <laughs> i definitely want to sew man.
1: something and yeah. <laughs> make we gotta something do real. What we gotta do uh
3: pool asking uh, like kind of what you've already sort of touched on a little bit what inspires you to cosplay a character the character itself the actor portrayed the character or something else so ultimately because of course you didn't just cosplay the comedian you cosplay quite a few different characters
2: mm-hmm. yeah
3: what yeah. happens for you to decide i i want to cosplay that particular character regardless of, of whether it matches or not who cares because we, we preach it all the time here cosplays for everyone we don't give a shit how that works usually, so, usually
1: yeah. it's what just it? that person's a badass i want to be them yeah. <laughs> I want right? to eat them. It doesn't and they don't necessarily like thought legit, but like they they have so much confidence or they're such a badass or they're so cool. I want to be that cool. Or they're in. a
3: complete and utter piece of shit, like the comedian, but still a badass, True. so we can still True. do that, right? So, and I
1: could go into a full philosophical conversation on Watchmen <laughs> and the comedian, and why he is who he is, and why we oh, relate to him. We, like, we,
3: you, you and I could fill an hour talking about just the comedian, absolutely. I get it, but by the end absolutely. of that, there would be two people watching. <laughs> It was, it was, we would just bleed people. They're like, <laughs> they're still talking about Watchmen. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah About we one character played. in Watchmen? Yeah, yeah.
3: One character in Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. One Complete character. Deconstruction of Eddie Blake. Uh, um, do you mind if we show off some of your cosplay stuff? Sure. Here? I mean, we did sure. just look at the comedian, but I know there's another character that uh, you seem to have a pretty good connection with, especially mm. based on the flag that you've got there behind you. Uh, uh, <laughs> obviously... Arlie? Miss Harley (laughs) was a big inspiration for you. This is your Christmas version of that. Now, was this at the Fan day show?
1: It was, yeah. That's actually where I met a bunch of people in cosplay too. Like some of my best friends now I met at that convention in that cosplay. So Harley is special to me, honestly, because I met a lot of friends who were also dressed as Harley at the same convention. So it was (laughs) like, oh, hi, my people.
3: (laughs) And I feel like you've done Harley multiple times. Yeah,
1: I've definitely taken that had fun with different looks. Um, even my own hair just for fun. Uh, she's fun. she's freeing. she's liberating. she gives no shits. <laughs>
0: yeah and and yeah. because she has so many different looks, it's it's I feel it's easier to approach, right? like you can totally uh, if you don't like that look, well, maybe you'll like this look or that yeah. look or you know she has so her there's...
1: gang of Harley's at one point too, right? Harley mm-hmm. and her gang of Harleys. so there is a Harley out there for you. Even, and, and even then, just you, you can like
3: mix and In match you. too. You can like, I uh, like yeah. this piece from that concept and that piece from that costume, and, th- and then just yeah. do your own little ma- Harley mashup or whatever. Because yeah. none of us are slaves to accuracy. Just do it any fucking way you want no. it, to, right? It's not no. like nobody's gonna know that you're not Harley, right?
0: Yeah, she's so recognizable right. that even if you mix and match stuff, that's what I'm
3: saying. People will right? still so know it's so Harley. Many different ways yeah. that you can do it. Thank you. Did you do? You. Did you do a lot of your own makeup work too, Miranda? Always. Or did you get somebody? To, you did, eh? Yeah. Good on no you, because I always had to have help. So that's 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 good on you, because yeah, that it's was just not
1: painting it. on my face versus painting on a canvas.
3: <laughs> and then, did you get into prop building and stuff too, or was that not something you were interested bit. in?
1: A little bit, I did, but it's definitely an art that requires patience and skill and time to work on and perfect. And I decided I do not want to do that. And so I'll hire other people to make that incredible props. Um, Because it's truly worth Exactly.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Everybody can't
1: do everything. So I can't build incredible props that look like they're from movies, but I know a bunch of people who can. So if I ever need one, I go to the people who are.
3: (laughs) I got more money than time, man. And when the the money's (laughs) gone, I can make more money. But when the time's gone, it's just gone. And
1: I'm guaranteed what I make is going to be, not the greatest, but whoever I get to commission my work, it's going to be top tier, incredible. Well,
3: so. it's just because I was looking at the mallet that you had, like that Christmas mallet that you have with the Christmas Harley. Did you make that, oh. or did somebody make that for you?
1: Um, I wrapped it in wrapping paper, but someone else made that mallet.
3: Yeah, see, and it was, was a collaborative event. That's to yeah. roll with that.
1: Yeah, but someone else built that mallet. It was for someone else's costume, and then they gifted it to me. Um, so yeah, the only thing I've ever done is paint props. Like I'll get guns mm-hmm. and I'll paint them custom, or yeah, that's about it. When I would source from Dollarama, <laughs> oh, yeah, <don't laughs> if I ever, mean, if I ever got back every cosplay, friend, right? Yeah, like,
3: no shame in that game. No, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, Dollarama supports so much of my cosplays. At got the a time.
3: Dollarama <laughs> gun right here yeah dude see? I mean what are you gonna do like we're yeah I'm good at making hammers you you are in fact good at making hammers Eric mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. in fact good at making hammers so <laughs> obviously I think it's safe to say that the comedian was probably your favorite cosplay yes oh absolutely
1: absolutely yeah, I mean, totally. same if Negan's you had to pick second.
3: I was just gonna say we both done Negan's as well if you had to so that's the second one all right you know what I'm just yeah. not gonna ask questions that's the second yeah, one, one. That's so,
2: cool. <laughs> so JDM
3: and then JDM <laughs> yes. I see a pattern here <laughs> yeah what's what about the least I never asked people this but what was your least favorite costume to either put oh. together a wear or experience in or whatever did you have one uh, you were like that just didn't work totally. or I was miserable I, in that or whatever
1: I did a punk sailors Pluto and it was fun because I had friends also in cosplay with me but I didn't know how to put on a wig my regular hair was popping out in every picture I I had no idea what it, honestly, it was the wig the costume itself was also kind of Weird, um but that experience with the wig—I was like, "You cannot do wigs. Just accept your defeat. <laughs> <laughs> you accept your defeat. You we can't all do it." We have
3: limitations. For it's wigs. For me, it's, it's as wigs. wigs.
1: Yeah. Me wigs. <laughs> uh, if someone else put it on me and styled my hair and did it maybe then, but yeah,
3: it's the no, work ha- and then I trying have... to
1: take care of them—it's.
3: Dude, I have a wig witch. Oh. I like buy the wig and then I ship it immediately to her place and I pay her to style the wig because I know I'm gonna be dead shit at doing it so a wig witch with the props right I, I have witch. a wig witch. yeah 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 Yeah, she's been on the podcast Erica was on the podcast a couple of times and yeah there's make no bones I just in my Amazon if it's a wig it immediately goes right to her house and then I just send the <laughs> money and she gives me the wig
1: she receives I, I a random wig that's, uh,
3: yeah she's just like yeah. oh there's a wig in the mail it must be Jeff's and then she I send her reference photos and she styles hey it. Jeff she your wig, yeah she knows that's my weave yeah. make my weave look good that's all i need man i'm not wigs fucking suck yeah sometimes man sometimes yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. things wigs take time to learn how to do it's uh, to put on to stay all day it's and yeah and it's another one of those things just like everything else with your cosplay a lot of times yeah. it's, it's constricting and it's hot and it's fucking sweaty and it's messy i always
1: say there's people who have talents for things i do not have talents for wigs other people have talents yeah. for wigs that's yeah, my limitation. Exactly. I Good accept boy, my limitations. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
3: mm-hmm. you know what? You've accepted it. You've moved on. There's
1: nothing wrong <laughs> yeah. with that.
0: Uh, uh, your Punisher is staying here. Yeah, you're Punisher though. Uh, um, is still clicking
3: on the same thing. Huh? Uh, which, doing this so many times so that we can. I
0: guess you know, you've done a couple versions of the Punisher, haven't you? I yeah. have.
1: Yeah, I really, I really like Cosplaying Frank. It's fun. <laughs> I, I've, I, I am um, the the face paint one was probably. It's probably my favorite to wear just because I love the face paint and I could find find me in any group picture. I could be this big and I'm like, there I am (laughs) because my my face is painted. Am I
3: remembering like a gold?
1: Yes. I did do a gold. I did a gold Punisher after that one. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I thought so. That I thought was like, that was badass. That was really I like that one too. Yeah, that one's really cool. Like, I know you don't have the face, Matt, but something about that, it's all like clean lines. You know exactly what you're doing. I don't know why I decided
1: gold Punisher, but I was like, why not? I really wanted gold guns. I have a thing for gold guns. And I was like...
3: that did it perhaps
0: drip, come man. from the That's gold the t-shirt that. having the gold punisher t-shirt oh no that was so no? that
1: t-shirt was the punisher t-shirt from the cosplay you just saw and then i painted it gold on top
3: oh wow okay <laughs> and it looks like you even kind of distressed it a bit lo- the way frank would have it basically and yeah yeah that was I, I really really dug that take on the punisher because i hadn't seen thank that you. before so that was very, very thank cool.
1: you thank yeah, you yeah.
2: that
3: <laughs> one i
1: would definitely be like yeah i think i'd I think I would try something like that again. It's n- different. It's new. It's.
3: Yeah. Unexpected.
1: It's cool when you can
3: t- kind of like take your own take on it and like twist it around a little bit. People still know exactly what you're doing. Like there's no question that you're still doing the Punisher there. But yeah. It's a Punisher they've never seen before. So that's, that's not easy to pull off, man. Like that's hard to do when people still know what the thing is, but thankfully you've got that iconic icon. On. I was going to say, I'm like
1: the iconic symbol is kind yeah. of a like giveaway. of Yeah. yeah. Yep,
0: yep. <laughs> Uh, you were talking about face paint a little bit earlier. Um, you actually sent me a bunch of pictures of face paint.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I want to give you some options.
0: <laughs> now, uh, uh, I mean, I'll bring this one up for starters. Um, is this something you were just yeah. doing for fun? Like just for, for Instagram? Phone, yeah. Or yeah, were, did you actually possibly a lot of these?
1: No, I just did this for fun for Instagram. This was during COVID actually. During like the, the, right, the start of COVID when we were all locked inside and what am I going to do to pass my day? Well, I can paint my face.
0: And so, are you drawing all those lines by hand?
1: Yeah, with an eyeliner, with a liquid oh, eyeliner wow. to do. That so I did the is. outline first, and then I painted She's it in. She's an
3: artist.
0: Yeah. So I
1: first, I first did how the middle does, line.
3: How long does this take?
1: Um, that took me about like an hour. Fuck off. What? No, yeah, that took me about an hour. Cause That's it? Yeah, because so you start by dividing your face. So I first did the middle line, and then I did the cheek lines. Right. Um, and then once I placed everything, like my my guides, basically, like where the mm-hmm. tops and bottoms of each diamond or or um, spike was, it was yeah. basically like playing connect the dots on your face. And then you just take a big brush and you fill in the spots.
3: Oh, you make it so. sound so easy. Yeah. And I hear oh, that oh, people like
1: <laughs> artists all the time. They're like, oh,
3: "Just draw. You, ju-
1: you ju- just <laughs> start drawing. You just,
3: you just draw. You should see me fucking <laughs> draw. draw. Trust me. There's no hope. Yeah. I can practice yeah. drawing for a thousand years. It's never going to be good.
1: It's weird. I can in my brain. I can like almost erase the black, like the color, and just see the outline and be like, okay. Though no, that's a dot. That's a dot. That's a dot. That's a dot. Good and I draw. You. That's yeah. awesome. I think. So, and then connect them. So see,
3: that's like the deep. best way. You might have wig limitations. You clearly do not have any art limitations. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. that's your
2: fucking thank shirt. you.
3: Uh, this is such a fabulous look. Is saying Revving Glassworks Brian three sixty saying awesome Bob? I'm assuming to nice. talk about and scar that's great. on
0: screen right now for those listening in.
1: I l- this I'll...
0: is bonkers.
1: Thank you, thank you. I definitely is this
3: COVID as well or is this pre yeah. That's all COVID my now.
1: all my face paint stuff started because of COVID locked inside the house, had to paint my face, had to entertain myself. And I mean,
3: there's worse. I, ways.
1: I don't know about anyone else, but I also, especially for my favorite movies, I'll recite the lines or I'll speak with the movie. Sometimes even I don't even realize I'm doing it. Um, and scar was repeating in my head over and over again, just his attitude as I'm surrounded by idiots and his, <laughs> his lack for like, um, just his interactions, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna paint my face like scar because I have him living in my head today. <laughs> um, and I really wanted to embody that you know, that feeling. And COVID also gave you that feeling of just
3: <laughs> and are you mother like, day? Is that Marin stuff? Is that Ben Nye stuff? Like, what are you using for the face paint for oh. like, the mall and the scar and all that jazz?
1: Um, for the mall, I used watercolor paint. Um, and I Googled can I use watercolor paint on my face? And I yeah. used eyeshadow and eyeliner, like liquid eyeliner for mall. Oh, and then okay. for scar, I used bronzer powders and eyeshadows and liquid eyeliner. And then I also used mascara that I lengthened with water on a brush. Wow. Almost sometimes, if there was a, a good period of time where I didn't use any face paint cause I didn't want to buy any. So I just started right. to experiment with what I had in my drawers. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. Okay. And it works, and yeah. it works. It, did, it I,
3: absolutely I, works.
1: It works. <laughs> um, and then for something like this one, now the Lucifer is completely digital. Just me experimenting with cosplay in a completely different approach. So I still dressed up, but I didn't want to do the full face paint look, but I still wanted to be creative and paint and draw. So I decided so to merge. So the shirt is real. Yeah, so right? the shirt is real and I'm real. Like I could And call that's him, like, your
3: hair, but then yeah. a lot of the effects that we're seeing is you've added in digitally.
1: Yeah, I can actually do it right now and show you guys. I have layers that are my photograph and then the ba- the background photo, my photograph, and then the layers of paint that build up the scar, like the scar tissue of his face. Oh. Okay. So uh. my picture is still there. I just paint over it. Huh. Um, so that's just you
3: looking at the camera in that outfit and then you're just yeah. layering on top of that. I'd be that's so art, dude. I'm like, just painting artist. It. Like, there's no fucking way. Yeah, yeah that's so I have no skill in that arena at all. So, this I see is people the, doing art, and I just get awestruck.
1: This is the OG photo. I don't know if you guys can see that because it's so bad. Ooh,
3: there we go. Oh well, not anymore. So, yeah.
1: So, <laughs> oops. It's a
3: little bit washed out, but not. Yeah, it's a little good. bit washed out. Yeah, can't. So, you see do it. have some makeup on. Like, you did put something on.
1: Yeah. Right? So, I have. So I'm clear skinned in the photo. I wish I could show this to you guys right now. Yeah. Now I'm washed, it. It's washing out. Yeah, it's um, so it's a regular photo that I superimpose the Lucifer um, existing poster background in the background. And oh, then okay. one, two, three, four, five layers on top of that are me painting the scars. That's wild. And it was because I didn't want to paint my face. <laughs> but I still sure. wanted that to. That seems something. like a lot
3: quicker and easier to do, but I don't. Again, it is. I'm an
1: artist, so I is. It definitely.
0: I mean, <laughs> you, you touched on it a little bit. I mean, painting is your thing, right? Like even like yeah. you were saying, if I'm buying, buying dollar store stuff, I'll paint it, but I won't make it. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Painting is My your thing. medium, I suppose.
1: Definitely, it's definitely the thing that when people ask you, like, close your eyes, where do you see yourself? I'm like, I'm painting. <laughs> it's my it's my place my my medium even so regardless of what form it comes to me i like to paint i think that's why i got into cosplay because it was presented to me in a way like through jeff's comedian and through uh loki quinn's uh cosplays as well i saw them as artistic adventures Mm
2: -hmm. not
1: costumes so it wasn't like i was sewing and i was learning how to sew because that's daunting. It was, no, you're being creative and you're creating something to create, make a character come to life. And I was like, oh, well, I make things come to life on paper. I could experiment with making things come to life on me, seeing how that goes. And at the, the end of the day,
3: of I feel like it's the same reaction that you're sort of looking to get. Because you want yeah. your paintings to make people happy, to have an emotional reaction from them. When they see your art, you want people to be moved and inspired by your art. And then when we do Absolutely. the cosplays, it feels the exact same way.
2: Exact want, same you're way. You are
3: doing it so people are going to feel emotionally connected to you based on that fandom or based on whatever we're doing. Yeah. So then you... Very much now so. you've kind of transitioned back into getting... More heavily, more so into the art focus as opposed to the craft focus. Definitely, and it
2: looks
3: cl- like. So Sorry. no, go ahead, Miranda. Go ahead. No, no, no. no, no, no please this don't. is uh, and it <laughs> looks like you've sort of transitioned between ink and paper or paint and paper, and now you're moving more towards the digital side of things. Are you still yeah. doing
1: traditional? Like,
3: yeah. Are you still doing? Yeah. Is that what it's called now? Traditional versus yeah. digital? Is that kind of what it yeah. is? Yeah,
1: traditional you versus do digital. Still some traditional so stuff. Absolutely. Like this is all my ink paints in here. Um, That's what these guys are. Um, i definitely say digital is faster. Um, I can get things out quicker. I can work faster. I don't have to wait for drying times or scanning or anything like that. Um, But for my own personal work, I've started to now go back into doing some traditional paintings. So I'll still do professional work digitally, but for my own personal endeavors, um, even if I'm going to sell them in the future, um I am going back to traditional painting just because it's um I don't know I like the idea of just like of having a book of having something you can hold in your hand and yeah. a print can do that totally a print can totally do that um but sometimes it's nice to see the painting and have the painting in your hand and be like, "Oh. Like I did I that." I agree. I agree.
3: <laughs> a print can do that. Yeah. So this is how I met Miranda by the way guys. She had this up in her booth at London Comic Con and as soon as I saw it, I was like, "How the hell do you know how hard it is to to do faces but a face with the smile and it looks exactly like her and i was like how in the balls did you capture this so brilliantly and then she was nice enough to personalize it for me oh this finger everything's reversed here to personalize it for me and so i've had this piece the whole time uh this is from 2017 so i've had this piece for seven years i've had this piece And I was like, I should go grab this for the, the, uh, the podcast. I knew exactly where it was. I had to take it out of its film so I could keep it. That's why it still looks colorful and looks good like that. Because I have it Just in my I've had it in my the
1: whole time. It's held up very, very well. Um,
0: now that, was a, so that, yeah. that was a print of, of an artwork? Is that what that yeah, was?
1: that's a print and, and of one of my ink paintings.
0: Yeah. So that was an actual ink painting that you an scanned painting. and then did prints of.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: That's amazing.
2: That's but it's, it's so
3: good, and the colors are still so vibrant on it seven years later. Thank again, I've taken very good happy. care of it. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I I love this piece, um, and I'm glad that you were able to hook me up with it. Uh, Megan Thank was you. asking, did you go to school for art, or was it something that you've always done, or both?
1: Both, both. Um, something that I've always done. Um, something that you know my mom would always say, from you were yay big, you could hold a pencil. You were holding a pencil kind of stories, so I've always been drawing and I've always been um, doing art. But then um, I went to high school that was focused on the arts, and that was in Scarborough. Shout out to Wexford. Um, so that was my that was my high school experience, where I got art 50% of my school load. And then after high school, I went to college for illustration. And then after college for illustration, I've pursued online courses for help, like Bobby Chu. Um, and uh, I, th- I think, an Imaginarium, I think, was the name of the school. School um, Schoolism. That, that um, I think it's called Schoolism. Uh, that was an online courses that I love taking. They're incredible teachers. Um, so both something I've always done, and something that I continue to get education on. Actually, because I can always learn, and I can like, i always learn. I think as artists, we're always growing and learning. And if I'm not being taught something new that I'm not growing. So I'm constantly trying to get online at programs still to this day, just because I want to learn and get better.
0: I feel like that's kind of a common thing with artists is if, if you're not learning, you feel stagnant and then you yeah. kind of lose that drive to want to do more. Cause why would I redo the same thing? Right. I want to do True. better. I want to do something different. I want to do something new. Yeah. Megan's saying hey, i went an to expert too.
1: Waxer's the best. I guess, uh, I my uh, our ready. boy
3: Andre Ferguson, Scarborough. Shout out to Scarborough. Tanitha saying she's seen you do quick comic sketches for people at events, and it was incredible to see her work.
1: Oh, thank you. Those were fun, actually. Yeah, I don't do those regularly. I usually do them if um, an event has that happening. Like, it's a live sketch event, so I,
2: mm-hmm. that's
1: why I'm there. Um, and those are challenging because they push me to work on the spot and just trust my gut and just draw, whereas when I'm doing my thing at home, I... Just relaxing, do my own thing. I have no time constraints and no one's watching me. So, as I'm happy that people like what I make them, what I make for them at those events, because at the moment, sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness, I have how many minutes? I have how many minutes? What do I have to draw for you again? Oh my goodness, what do they look like? <laughs> Even though I know the character and I remember them and I you know. But they're it definitely they're challenging. Whenever something is asked to do on the spot, it's always a challenge, but it's fun. Yeah, especially
3: definitely. since they're right there watching you do it. Like, yeah. Hi, I want this thing, and you're gonna do it for me right now. Were your parents artistically inclined as well? Either one of your parents do, or is?
1: Yeah, yeah. My, my mom's a singer. My mom has a gorgeous voice, and um, my aunt is also. Um, she did stained glass for a while. Um, my brother was artistically inclined as well. In some ways, I mean, we all, even to this day, I'll I'll catch my family members, like my mom, my aunt, doodling, and drawing or something, even when on the phone. So it's, I feel like it's something that is just, in my family.
3: It's baked in, it sounds like, right? Especially yeah. since you're talking, you've been doing it since you could hold a pen, right? Or a pencil. Yeah. You've, been, yeah. you've been doing it since yeah. then. Well, someone had to would, put that <laughs> pencil in your hand, right? True.
1: Yeah. And they would argue yeah. and be like, oh, I'm just doodling. And I'm like, that's art. That's art. You're yeah. <laughs> yeah. making yeah. art. That is.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It <laughs>
1: totally
0: what, what are the type of things that inspires you to do different things and keep going? Or, or the type of characters that you're choosing to portray um, as a cosplayer draw?
1: definitely the media that I'm consuming. So whether it be a mm-hmm. book that I'm reading or a film that's inspired me or a series or an artist's work on a certain compa collection um, or even sometimes history itself, like real world events and stuff that inspire me to want to create or capture. So definitely, and definitely from the kind I say the media I consume, it could be something that I watched yesterday or it could be something like Batman Returns that I've watched every year since the very first time I've ever watched it and it's a Christmas ritual so (laughs) it's not a single year that goes by that I don't see Batman Returns on Christmas now so that's they're in my brain these so so I'm assuming
3: this is a digital piece yes of
1: course yeah this is digital Yeah. yeah yeah okay like have-
3: you're saying of course like i have any fucking idea what i'm talking
1: about no, you, like, do. Oh, yeah, you can Accord. tell you can tell dude you of can course tell. it's totally. digital i'm
3: like i have zero yeah.
0: well
1: right wait, can I can
0: yeah can we talk about it Thank for a quick you. second yeah, Thank um
3: because i have no idea
0: yeah like like how do you even start constructing something like that like do you I, like i i i've never okay. worked with digital but so, I, i've seen other people work with it yeah. and and i'm 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 always fascinated by when I see them like layering, right? Like they'll start yeah. with the sketch and then they'll go with their lines and then they fill in with the colors and then it's just layers upon. Like, is that kind of how you work it as well?
1: It is definitely how I work in the beginning for sure. Um, layers are super helpful, especially when you're layering. Um, for me, when I, I do a painterly approach. So I'm layering shadows and light constantly mm-hmm. and playing um, with those layered effects of colors and shadows and light. Um and I usually cap my work between 10 to 15 layers, max, just because I, if I have too many, I get lost. And I start to get lost to where things are. So I still try to approach digital like I would a regular painting. Like, this is your background. You can mm-hmm. have maybe two layers of background. But after that, you've overworked it. So keep it there. And then you have your foreground. You can have two to three layers of foreground, I'm saying to myself. And then you stop there, Miranda, and you continue (laughs) because you can get lost if you just keep putting ones of like this is this line and this is this nose and this is this eye and this is Mm -hmm. this square inch of this piece of the paint. I've done that before, and I've gone back. I've gone back to visitor work, and I'm like, oh, no, where is everything? What was I painting on? What layer was I painting on?
2: (laughs) That's
0: a good point. Do you find it easier in digital to not lose lose your colors? Like when you're layering Um, with real paint, they kind of start blending together right like do you yeah. you find it easier um, not to lose those colors or though or, or, or for everything not to blend um, together when you're doing digital
1: um so when i work digitally um i approach it the same way i would approach my okay. regular work and so my regular work i work in acrylics uh, even acrylic inks so like the pest the piece that uh jeff has is acrylic ink it looks like watercolor but it's done with ink so everything is permanent I can throw a dump a can of water on that painting and nothing will happen to it because it's Mm -hmm. permanent ink. Um, So I can still layer the colors there without washing away or losing any of my work because it's doesn't budge no matter how many Mm. times I put water on it. Um, And digital is the same for me in the same sense of like, I'm layering down this layer of ink and that's going to stay. And then I'm putting the next layer of ink on, um, on top. So it has the same, I feel like, um, any artist really should approach digital the same way they approach digital, I mean, traditional, in the same sense of like, just do your regular routine. It's just a different tool. Mm-hmm. So you're still gonna do your sketch phase. You're just not gonna swap out your pencil to an ink brush or an ink pen when you go to inking. You're still using the same tool. You're just changing it on the pad, what you're using on your iPad or on your Clip Studio mm-hmm. Paint or your Procreate. Um, so, yeah. Um, it's definitely helped me with learning digital because it's a medium that I feel like, even regular painting, we can learn for the rest of our lives. And there's so many tools in different um, programs that you can use. But as long as you approach it with the basics of, I know how to draw, I know how to paint, I know my color. I don't have to use all the layers to digitally draw or digitally paint. Like, I've I feel like it's a medium that people can really um, starting can really expose themselves to and get into, and uh, have fast progress with. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You can have fast progress with digital work um, quicker than you would with traditional, for sure.
3: Is there a particular program that you like working in, or particular medium procreate. that you like working? Yeah, for procreate, sure. Procreate. Procreate
1: okay. on iPad solely for the purpose that my iPad saves immediately. It's annoying in the fact that once I leave my piece, whatever I've done sticks, but I can still go back. Like I can, I can still, all my work is still there saved for me. Um, and no matter if my iPad loses, let's say I, I, I work right up to the 0% battery, I'll never lose a painting. It saved it to that last second. So with other programs, if I didn't manually save and it crashes, I've lost all my work. And I forget to save all the time because. Yeah.
0: And Procreate also stores your history up to X amount of yeah. steps too, as well. So yeah. Yeah. even if so, it does crash and you come back, but you want to go back two or three steps, you can still do that with Procreate. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's so sure. user
1: friendly. It's mm-hmm. like it's so user friendly. If anyone was considering doing digital drawing, I'd be like Procreate.
0: No, mm-hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, your uh, Argonauts here. Uh, you know, Those got are the oil painting. Big uh, Lord of the Rings fan here. I was just going to ask, because like, I've got the the full res version, and, and this looks like traditional art, not It is. Digital. It's
1: about this big. Um, well, big. It's uh, uh, like a four by six, um, mm. and it's oil painting. And I did it with a very small brush and my pinky finger. Oh, so really? A, a tiny brush and then my, my pinky finger. Is how I did. Other than the other, the two kings themselves and um, the boats that I tiny buy,
3: Amazon using a tiny brush and her tiniest finger
1: <laughs> to paint. So like like the robes of them, it was dots of paint, and then I took my fingers and I rubbed them down to to get that to get those lines. Um, instead of going individually with a brush, paint, and doing each and every line, I used my fingers to do that. Just any tool, any tool that works. Any tool that works. It could come from Dollarama. It could be your fingers. Any tool that works.
3: <laughs> First, Victoria is saying, now this piece is bonkers. And now she can say, all I can say is, what the fuck? So-
0: <laughs> I mean, Victoria, you ain't seen nothing yet. You just wait, yeah. because there are a couple here that are just absolutely and, unbelievable. You know who is-
1: Oddly enough, you know who inspired that piece other than Lord of the Rings itself? The artists that you see on the street who have a piece of glass in their hand and with their fingers they're painting these gorgeous landscapes. And within three seconds, everything's clean and done. And they give it to you.
3: Yeah, bonkers, right? I, like, how, I watched like, them. Like even, yeah.
1: And I was like, okay, I'm like, if you can create that with your fingers, I'm gonna try doing some stuff because look at what you're doing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Talking about bonkers.
3: This and is. Ha- this is.
1: This is I one of my favorite
2: a, pieces. I, yeah,
0: well, I don't have any words. Yeah, yeah, I would put this on my wall. Like yeah. this Thank is. Thank
1: you. Thank absolute, you. How
0: big is this piece?
1: This one is eight and a half by eleven. But because I've um, saved it properly, I can also I can I can actually print it much larger now. Um, so I'm actually hoping can you make to print
0: it like four foot wide.
1: Yeah, actually, um, that's hmm. my next endeavor in printing is actually printing my work to be large canvas pieces yeah, and then me going in and traditionally adding mm-hmm. new highlights or pieces or details. So you still get a hand
0: this in like multiple canvases. To make totally, can oh, yeah.
1: totally can do that, too. Oh, absolutely. Totally can do that, too. So can you give us some insight
3: into this particular piece, Miranda? Is this a traditional piece or is this a this digital is, piece?
1: This is a traditional piece. This was done with uh, acrylic ink and um, regular acrylic. So mostly acrylic ink. Um, I feel like you can tell when they're I definitely think you have an eye for telling between digital and traditional. You can tell. Um and I can't this tell one
3: anything. I could just tell <laughs> what I like. Listen, I don't know art, but I know what I like. And I like this piece, Miranda. This is it's fucking phenomenal. Thank this you. This might be my favorite piece of yours. Or at least I can tell
1: you how I you created me, it. Right? I yeah, can tell Kayla, you how give me I some created details. it. Please do. Um, it was, so it was my favorite moment in the Wonder Woman film is when she's mm-hmm. going across No Man's Land and when she's taking fire so that they can go past her. I loved this shot of her because it just shows her strength and she's strong like a tree. She will, not, as Peggy says in Marvel, she does not move. She stays strong like a tree. I know I'm crossing my fandoms there with Marvel and DC. No, but, no, no, it's all good. But they love each other. Submit it. <laughs> and um, I, when I first approached this, like, starting to, I blocked out her shapes of how I knew what her silhouette would look like. And then I covered her area, her shape, with masking tape. And I painted the background completely. And I did all the background elements first. and of no man's land and then after that dried i peeled off the masking tape like just normal masking tape that made out her shapes of her arm and the shield and her legs and then i painted her in the shape that i saved and that's how i created that piece i love i actually love talking about this piece because it's the one that i used masking tape to block out her shape
3: and it feels like there's like four colors in this piece like it feels like it's very like it's obviously blues and greens and teals and I know there's more than four colors don't get me wrong but the way it hits your eye it looks just the way that the center blue pops up and how it gets complemented by the teal and the green in the back it really feels like it's almost like a three dimensional pick like it has depth based on the color choices that you made and how you centered her right there I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about but that's what I look at it that's what I see
1: what you're seeing is real and it's it's legit i i approached it in that way with the blues and the layers of the teals because that's what our human eye does when we look at things in the distance so if you look at a forest let's say like we are gorgeous landscapes here in ontario um the foreground is very crisp to us and then our our eyes will then blur out the rest and it'll get Mm
2: -hmm.
1: more and more blue as closer it gets further away from us um and that's what i played upon for this piece i was like well if that's how our human eye works, I'll use that those shades to imitate the depth of no man's land, but with very minimal detail. So I didn't want to have too many details in the background, like right. soldiers and whatnot. I just wanted to have just the just the faint understanding of uh, understanding of where you were, and have her yeah. be the focus.
3: Yeah, and that yeah. and you've done that really really well. Thank Um, Tanith is saying she loves this one Victoria, to be good at art is one thing To be able to portray such emotion in your art is another thing Entirely, wowie, wow, wow Mm -hmm. Our good friend, Collaborated Cosplay Who you may know as uh, Groot in London How much? Take my money, I'd buy that for my wife That question's come up a bunch of times In here, Miranda Yeah. So I know we're kind of getting close to the end Anyways, if someone is Interested in purchasing your art How do they go about doing that?
1: At the moment, the best way would be to personally contact me through the email that's on my Instagram page or through a DM on Instagram. Um, an email will get you a faster reply. Just honestly, I'll, I'll reply faster to emails. Um, yep. And then soon in the future, right now, I'm working on establishing my online store. So I'll slowly be rolling out collections of prints. And then after that, I'll be posting up original paintings for sale. And then after that, um, large canvas paintings prints will be available where they're printed digital work. And then I've gone in and done hand painted elements on the piece. So you still get a one of a kind, right? Other people can buy the prints of the existing digital work, but the canvas piece will be a one of a kind blend of that. Digital piece and my hand-painted work coming together.
0: Interesting. I've never seen that done before. That's really yeah, cool. That's
1: my next. That's my next venture. That's what I'm playing with right now. Experimenting with right now is how mm-hmm. can I blend my digital and my traditional, and also so, for sorry, the other side You're having to
0: print on canvas.
1: Yeah. So I'll print. I'll print my digital pieces on on canvas for it to be always stretched on canvas mm-hmm. um, after it's digitally printed, and then once the canvas is brought to me, I'll with uh, by hand do acrylic paints on top to either give more dimension or layers or add a completely new element or do something custom depending on what the person likes i i'd like to have the idea of having more options for one-of-a-kind pieces of art so having things at all different price points so that you can still have a piece of art from me that you love but if you want something that's larger or bigger or more personalized of course i'll also have that available that was
3: gonna be my question do you do custom pieces as well
1: absolutely i'm open to all kinds of custom pieces it could be integrating an old piece into a new piece it could be something brand new it could be something you say like hey i like what you did here can you do this thing for this idea and i'll be like sure
3: do you have any boundaries as far as what you'll do for custom pieces or commission work or anything like that?
1: Yeah, totally. I, I would say I'm a, I would say I'm a, a PG 13 kind of artist. Um, yeah. I definitely am adult in the sense that like, uh, like I have a piece of a woman who's pregnant with a galaxy and she's topless and I had it at a convention and people loved it. It's a beautiful piece of art It's just right. a nude lady. Yeah. But for other people, it was, oh, my goodness, how can you display that? You should be ashamed of yourself. Right. <laughs> so um, what I put out there is definitely PG-13, so that it's accessible to everyone, especially after those experiences of creating very tame art that's just the natural human form and then not being accepted by the everyday audience. Yeah. So I'll definitely do something as long as it's respectful, as long I mean- as it's... If in good spirits, but yes agreed yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah as long as it's yeah, in yeah, good spirits it's... as long as it's respectful then yeah i'm totally open for it if it's something that's completely <laughs> off the wall bonkers r-rated I mean, crazy if, i'll be like as if
3: we all ain't got titties right yeah. i mean like, yeah right? Fruits, <laughs> right. right i get it like right. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so uh
3: if you could if you don't mind uh yeah. what do you have the email there with you miranda could you just let the folks know what the email yeah, address definitely. is you hold it's, it
1: you. it's m as in my first name mm-hmm dot tiny amazon at gmail.com i can write it out if you oh it'll come backwards silly me
3: no it'll it'll look backwards for you but it won't be for the audience like well, your tiny amazon all one word yeah I'm m you. dot tiny amazon at gmail.com there you go yeah. just posted it okay. in the chat so oh, perfect in yeah. and then we'll have to have you back on when you've got the store up and running so we can yes, help that. we can talk about the yeah. specific pieces you, you already have, have a placeholder so. for the
0: store
1: um at the moment i am looking to either go to etsy or i am working with someone to put up my own website i have no idea how to build a website so i'm working with someone right now to help me do that Amen. and you and me both yeah if I can do so that, you don't have a be...
0: URL? You don't have like a shop.com, no, not yet. yet. Okay. Not yet. Make but sure that you let us know when you do. Yeah, yeah. in the process.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, yes. Miranda. Yeah. Uh, do you have a thing for Spawn?
1: Um, my big brother does. So <laughs> I definitely love Spawn. I love Todd McFarlane's work. My goodness, it does not. But um, it, Spawnuary is happening right now. The Spawn, Spawn Challenge. The Spawn nice. Challenge of January. Spawnuary. Yes. And my bro is on me every day leading up that this challenge, being like, "You're submitting, right? You're submitting. You're gonna submit something, right?" So, thanks to him, I have now submitted two pieces, and I'm creating a third, and I have my fourth underway. <laughs> Hopefully, I can have more submitted for that too. And I think now honestly-
3: is that is is that based on existing McFarlane work? Like, yeah, is that like totally. and and you first just- one was a cover.
1: Yeah, so they're both cover arts. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah, they're both covers. That's a cover challenge. The first one was Gunslinger Spawn, and this one's classic Spawn. Um, But I approach it me way, and um, as I like to put it, I'm very free with my work. So sometimes, like, this is straight up, this is weird. But I like it, and I dig it, and this is me. I'm weird, and I like funky colors and bright shapes and... I like the idea of this being a flowing image and not necessarily being hard outlines. And even his mm-hmm. hand is pure smoke. Like you can see the outline of his hand, but it's not mm-hmm. there because it's pure smoke. So
2: yeah.
1: um, I have two more pieces coming out for this challenge, mm-hmm. too. I that I think the coolest thing about this challenge is that they're seeing my work. And that's cool. Like McFarland's like, oh, seeing my work and that's awesome. So it's pretty dope. Yeah. Even that knowledge itself is like. Now that's cool. Yeah. I, I can go to bed at night and say,
3: he's seen, my stuff. seen, stuff. Tommy exactly. seen, seen my stuff. He's seen my stuff. He's seen it. He's seen it. That's
1: so cool. Yeah. He's, seen yeah. it. he's probably
3: he's probably looking at it right now. He might be, right? He might be.
2: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I He's not.
0: No, he's not. Don't worry about
3: it. Uh,
0: but I, I'm a big Spawn fan. I've got Spawn comics on my wall. I've got. Oh
1: really?
0: Uh, Spawn number one through. I don't know what I've got spawn statues everywhere. Is
1: that him behind you?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's there's one there, there's one there, there's one there. Yeah. Do you have there, a particular
1: uh, favorite spawn, like version of spawn, or just spawn? Uh
0: so I mean I like spawn. Um <laughs> the medieval style spawn, they did a mini series, like a three part mini series. The
1: Redeemer Spawn?
0: I think it was the Redeemer Spawn. She's uh cool. he was pretty cool. Uh, but, I mean, I'll try to pull him down without breaking
3: anything. Uh, yeah, don't break anything. Kids, don't try this at home. He's a trained professional.
0: Uh,
2: oh, wow.
0: Now, this is a custom paint job, FYI. He doesn't actually look like that when you buy him, but...
1: Uh, oh.
0: And he is also a cover. This is That's from a- a, an actual Spawn cover. Uh, the he's wings the are gorgeous. Dopest, Yeah, he's the... Of all my Spawn figures, he's by far my, my favorite one. He's so cool. He's a baby. But yeah, I was a huge Spawn fan. I, I don't really collect comic books anymore. I just don't have time and then the money. And it's just
2: he buys comic you. books
0: anymore. You know what I mean? Other than Keith, yeah. really. We know Keith still buys his, you know, he buys comic books I every week. Comic but comics. yeah, you I still, still go out
1: comics. and buy and and Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, this couple of series I was collecting recently. I'm definitely behind on a couple of them, um, and they're always the weirdest ones on the shelf. To which I tell my guys at the shop, "If you think who would read this, it's for me. Put it in my That's
2: bin."
1: There was a Halloween special of uh, Captain America. It was as howling commandos, and they were howling because he was a werewolf. So it was a double. It was just a play on where's double pun. He was a werewolf. They're his howling commandos. <laughs> and I was in stitches, yes. dying, laughing, just pure joy, tears. And He says,
0: you say that like it's a bad thing, JS. Not at all, yeah. man. I'm no shame. Husband. No if, shame. If, if you guys aren't <laughs> buying the comic books, they're not going to make them anymore.
2: Yeah. Right? I mean, it's
0: bad enough that comic book stores around the countries have basically all shut down. Like we have very, very few comic book stores oh, anymore. And let's I'm be honest, still
1: have one.
0: the majority of the comic book stores that we have aren't even comic book stores anymore. They're toy stores, right? They sell collectibles and 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 toys and Legos and and. There is a really cool comic and, book store
1: in Scarborough, though. So a legit, oh, yeah? com- What's it a legit com- the Scarborough Comic Room. Really?
0: Okay, I've never yeah. even heard of this place. I'll it used to be called Just the
1: Comic Room. It's uh, yeah. on Markham. It's by Scarborough Town Center. Yeah. And they're a legit comic book store. That's all they got is... It's not a toy store. It's not a video game store. It's comics. They'll have oh, action good. figures. They'll have collectibles. They'll have statues. And they'll
2: that's have your bin
1: bag. where you can, put your, yeah. you can put your comics in your bin. And they're even nice. online, too. They're um, the app Hip Comic, where you can um, categorize and have all your stuff. In one place and know the value of your collection. Uh, they're also on that app where you can sync your box to that app, and then they can do some other their store. So really, really cool. interesting. Yeah. Cool. yeah, Hip Comics are a really cool app. They'll tell you what Aww. you got. Yeah, stored. there's, there's <laughs> not
0: a ton of 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 real actual comic book shops anymore. Like like yeah. even like the no, book, they have the to Vicky's diversify. Books, and I, I mean, I uh, get it. Right? Yeah, like, but yep. even like the Silver Snail. <clears throat> which
2: oh, is probably
0: it. known for being the biggest comic book shop in Ontario. Sure. I mean, they're what? They've got a little room now full of toys and they bear, they sell comics yeah, still. But they
1: do. They're still really like they big supporters. To. No, they're really big supporters of indie and local comic book creators. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. If you want to find something locally done or locally made or Canadian made, go to them or Beguiling and they'll mm-hmm. for sure have your stuff. Um, but I get what you mean because – but I'm, I remember One Million Comics was my spot to go to growing up. That That's where I went. And mm-hmm. across from them was Greyhaven Comics. And then beside them was another uh, was Harry Tarantula.
0: Aren't all three and gone?
1: Harry Tarantula is now um, north with Third Quadrant Comics on Steeles. Um, Steels, and I'm going to forget right now. I'll put it in the chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if they're still around, they, they came together with Third Quadrant. And they opened up that location um and once again no longer just comics or graphic novels they also host gaming nights so you can play magic the gathering or any other tabletop games um but yeah my my route used to be three stores one street and now all three stores are all gone from that one street
0: at the end they they need to make money right if they're not sure. making money they can't stay open and and sure. you know so if you're into comics and, and, and you have the money and the time buy the comics look for shop guys yeah. cuz
1: even buying one
0: yeah yeah, if you know don't if go want. in and support them in in yeah. any shape or form, they'll just end up disappearing. So you know, and we don't want that because that all that does is it hurts our fandom. so
1: that's true. I picked up a DC book that's uh, focusing on fire and ice. and uh, my bro was like, who's reading this? I'm like, I am. I want these series. I want these books. So even if it's a short a short series, I'm gonna pick it up, even those four books because maybe me picking up these four issues, Will tell DC, please keep nah. putting out more books like this. That's right. <laughs> Clearly, the people are loving it. That's yeah, right. you have a reader. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Support I your art to get, get more art. The day. I have yeah.
3: boxes and boxes and boxes of weird shit comic books that are worth nothing because I thought they looked cool. And so that's why I collected them. So just, no that's problem.
2: why you should
1: collect because you think it, that, because right. you like it. Well,
3: yeah. I have this other really expensive hobby called cosplay, and it's all my time and money. <laughs> yeah, so
2: that's
0: that that's bullshit. the problem, right? I mean, at oh, one point, it's like it's one of those like choose your battles type of thing, right? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's
1: for a while. Their hmm. action figures were taking over hmm. from comics. It was what do I want to leave the store with today? I'm uh, picking the action figure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like and a I lot feel like of people have been doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you should see Crazy Mike's place. I mean, you want to talk <laughs> action figures... Yeah, holy shit like, like he's at a point where he can't is- buy
3: anymore because he's got no space for any of it like, yeah he just it's all, he's like ridiculous. and then he'll still go out and he'll buy one he's like where the fuck am i gonna put this? oh yeah and, like, and, well you're and gonna have to get rid of something dude i don't know what to tell you
0: like he's the kind of guy that will get like like the the regular action figure and then the nice action figure and then like the two hundred dollars statue, yeah, yeah and yeah. then like the and, like yeah, $1,200 yeah. sideshow <laughs> freaking... And he has them all, right? It's like, yeah. holy shit.
1: I will happily accept presents.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. as Mike, you tell as him. You talking, tell him. Like, the next not. time...
1: Because <laughs> has so much
3: Harley shit that he's... And I know he's at a point now where he's like, I got to get rid of some of this Harley stuff. So...
0: He probably has every single action figure. Anything that has the Harley name on it, he has. Yeah, he pretty much 100%. Has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, so...
3: Um uh, you so so might hook you up, Miranda. I don't know. You have to message it. To be like, yeah, I message, you message might might. to get rid of some of your <laughs> stuff.
0: Um, we've been on for over an hour now. Uh so we do have to go, but before we go, you want to remind everybody where they can find you online. Again, your email that they can email you at, any definitely socials that you want to pitch is the time now.
1: The time is now, and is on now. Instagram is the best way to find me. It's where I'm the most active. So right. definitely uh Tiny.Amazon on Instagram is the best way to go. And then email is m, as in Miranda.tinyamazon at gmail.com. Um, and sometimes I'm on Discord under tiny.Amazon as well. Um, and through Instagram, you'll find all my social media updates. So if I start streaming, if I'm on Discord, where my shop will be, that's where the news will be posted Instagram.
0: Are you going to be at any uh, conventions coming up uh, as the con season um, gets going in March?
1: Possibly, yeah. it all depends on where I am geographically. So if I'm here, then I am looking forward to con season for sure. Um, if it's not this year, then I'm definitely making plans for returning next year to Artisalia FN Expo. Plans are in the works. So if they can't have, if they don't sync up this year, I'll be there next year.
0: Sweet, excellent. Thank you Buddy. so much
3: for having me. <laughs> He's like, eh, what about you? I'm not saying much, Thank guys. I, w- I can tell you that we did have, for my local London people that are watching this, uh, we did have another brewery reach out to us. I think I mentioned this on last week's podcast. So we are in talks with Fork River here in town. I'm sure they would be upset that we're name dropping them. They're one of the oldest craft breweries in Ontario. Uh, oh, nice. They want to do a collab with us. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. So we are still doing May the 4th uh, at London Brewing Co-op. That is still going to be happening for Star Wars Day. But we're going to be looking at doing something maybe June, maybe July at Fork River and it's going to be, again, a superhero theme in that thing, gap again. where
0: there's less stuff yeah. going on
3: in between kind of like Niagara Falls and, and Fan Expo. We're going to see mm-hmm. if we can put together an event there. So we we're just talking to one of the managers there today, actually. And we're going to see if we can get that all organized. But otherwise, yeah, guys, we are still waiting. Fingers crossed to hear about March. So as soon as we get word on what's happening, we will let you guys know what we're going to be up to for March. We will be there regardless. But whether we'll have a booth or not, we're going to find out uh and yeah man that's it miranda we cannot thank you enough for coming on the thank show Thank you so much let us talk for about cosplay you. let thank us show you. off your dope ass art and yeah thank i think you. we definitely have to get you back once you get the website all done up and ready to go and you've got your series up we can get you back on so we can show that off
2: thank and get you people
3: over to the right urls and get you over to soon but otherwise guys definitely throw her an email and get a piece like i said i've got a piece tana's got a piece that's on her right. body like you're not going to be disappointed <laughs> You just saw a bare fraction of what Miranda has done and can do. So make sure you're messaging her to get your piece. JS, you you got anything else you want to say today, sir, before we... uh...
0: If I haven't already at the beginning of the show, make sure you click that like and subscribe button, guys. It really, really, really helps us out. It's 100% free. And really, if you share our videos, you'd be surprised how much traction we get when you guys start sharing videos to other platforms, to Facebook, to Instagram, to different things. So please don't hesitate. Share our videos. Let all your following know that we have a great show, Well, I think it's going to be it for this week.
1: It was a great show. Thank you Thanks again. again, Miranda. Thank Make you. Make sure you guys
0: stay geeky. We'll
1: see you next week. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geeky Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as notification bell to
2: make sure you never miss anything.